Welcome to the American Citizens Abroad podcast. I'm Michelle, and today I'm chatting with Casey Tennant of Coaching with Casey, a master certified life coach who specializes in life coaching for expats. Welcome, Casey. Thanks for chatting with us today. Thanks so much for having me, Michelle. I'm excited to be here. We're happy to have you. Let's start with your history. Could you tell us a bit about your life abroad and what inspired you to become a life coach specializing in Americans abroad? So I had lived abroad a total of five years. It's not consecutive. Ten years ago, when I graduated from college, I knew that I didn't want a traditional nine-to-five job. I interviewed at a lot of great companies, and nothing was making my heart sing. I knew I wanted to travel and learn Spanish. So I found a program with the Spanish Ministry of Education called the Auxiliars Program, and they actually allowed, through a program that they have, Americans to move to Spain to teach abroad there, and they give you a visa. And so I did that for three years. I taught English in Spain. And while I was teaching, I wrote a travel blog that gained national notoriety in Spain. And I started writing for the Spanish national tourism amongst other publications. And then after being in Spain, I spent a year in Vietnam doing the same kind of work. So teaching and writing. After those wonderful four years abroad, I was like, you know what? In my adult life, I haven't really experienced life in the U.S. So I moved to San Francisco, where my partner's from, and spent four years in San Francisco pursuing a traditional nine-to-five tech job. Again, I knew that my heart wanted adventure and to be stimulated beyond just the mundanity of life. So I decided to move abroad again with my fiancé. We're doing the digital nomad thing, so we're doing it a little differently this time, and I'm currently in Colombia working full-time as a life coach for expats. What are your specialties? I help two types of people. One type of person is that person who's in the U.S. and they dream of moving abroad, but there are so many barriers to making it happen. Jobs or family or money, and that's all stemmed from fear, right? Fear of what will my life look like? Will I be happy? So I really help people get clear on what a successful life to them looks like abroad and then help them navigate those logistics of the job and communicating with family and managing the finances to create a plan to make it happen. So that's one type of person. The other type of person that I really specialize in helping are the people who are already abroad and are navigating the challenges of life abroad. So that could look like building a new productive routine. Your whole life is flipped upside down. So how do you build a routine and a lifestyle that's productive and fulfilling for you? Or how do you navigate those feelings of isolation in a new place to build a meaningful community full of friends and people who you really thrive with? And finally, navigating cultural integration and immersion in a new place. There are many, many different reasons why Americans move abroad. Sometimes they are a trailing spouse. Sometimes they live as a digital nomad. Sometimes they are retiring abroad. Could you speak to the different types of Americans abroad whom you've helped? And do you find that they face different challenges when trying to live their best lives? Would you mind diving into any of these? Great question. I've helped really three different types of people. The first type of person that I work a lot with is digital nomads. These are people who are working remotely and they can really live anywhere. 
and they're moving abroad for adventure. But with that life of travel and adventure, it might seem glamorous, but of course there's a lot of challenges that come with it. Feeling isolated and alone is a big one. You're leaving all your friends and family and often nomads are moving around a lot. It can feel very isolating. I work with them to navigate that big challenge and also create a routine that's productive for them and makes them feel like they're thriving. The other type of person I help a lot is teachers who move abroad. I once was a teacher abroad myself, so I intimately understand this and the challenges that come with it. Teachers who move abroad generally are seeking that real like cross-cultural immersion. A lot of challenges come with navigating those cultural differences. So I work to help them navigate that. And then finally, I work with trailing spouses. Like what you mentioned, these people are following the opportunity of their partner. And with that, big question is finding their own meaning in this new place and finding a new life for them where they're thriving and building a community in their new place. So those are the three main types of people that I help abroad. Could you discuss Americans who are married or partnered with a foreign national and the unique challenges they face? I would say the number one challenge, and this comes not just with people who are married to someone of a different culture, but within our own culture. But the biggest thing is communication differences. Different cultures have different communication approaches and communication norms. When there's a conflict, a regular conflict that arises, how does each person navigate that and approach that? So that's one thing. Also, language barriers between families, that's a big thing, too. Often, families don't speak English, and so there's a lack of communication there, and that can be really challenging. And then I think kind of just circling back to this communication difference topic, obviously creating a successful relationship, communication is a foundation of that. And what's really interesting is Americans and American culture, we tend to be more direct. So if we have a challenge, we will just be like, hey, this is bothering me. We'll just say it more direct. Where other cultures, for example, Eastern cultures tend to be less direct and they can take those direct comments as feeling attacked and they tend to be more roundabout in their solutions and avoid conflict. So that is one thing that I see a lot that's really interesting. And I help people navigate that through communication tactics and strategies that help the couple see eye to eye and create empathy for each other and understanding that helps them navigate those cultural differences. With the Americans you work with, what trends do you see as far as who is moving abroad? I am definitely seeing digital nomads. With the rise of remote work, we have more flexibility than ever to move abroad. I work with a lot of people in their late 20s to early 40s, but 30s is the main bulk of people who have remote careers and they're like, well, wait a minute, I can be working from anywhere right now. I really work with digital nomads or aspiring digital nomads in this demographic. Could you explain the difference between the challenges or problems facing those who are thinking of living overseas versus those who are already abroad? They're very different. So for the people who are thinking of moving abroad, really the biggest challenge is they're paralyzed by fear and what if. 
there's also a lack of clarity. They have a hard time envisioning what their life would be like, which is something that I work with them to create. Well, like, what does your ideal life fraud look like? This lack of clarity, the unknowns create fear. And so once there's clarity, that really helps to mitigate a lot of those fears and what ifs. People find themselves asking, well, what if I move abroad and I don't like it? Or what if I am abroad and I miss important things happening at home in my family's life, like a niece being born or a wedding or any variation of important life things? Or what if this sets me back in my career or impacts my career, et cetera, et cetera. For the people who are thinking of moving abroad, a lot of it is gaining clarity and shifting mindset to reframe that fear into clarity that creates solutions to all of their questions. Now, with people who are abroad, it's less of a fear-based challenge and more of like, a, okay, I'm here and I had this great dream that my life was going to be sunshine and fiesta and salsa <laughs> and it's challenging to move abroad and totally worth it and such an amazing experience. But with moving abroad, there's the challenges of how to immerse yourself in this new life, in this new culture. Your life is basically flipped on its head. So how do you make that successful? Like I mentioned before, how do you build community? How do you get involved with your community? How do you immerse yourself and integrate culturally and also how to continue to flourish in your career abroad. Generally, we do that through building routine and productivity. And do you find people experience different issues depending on their geographic location? Yes, for sure. I think often the themes are similar, but people who are moving to, for example, Asia, there's very different cultural norms and tendencies for people who are moving to Europe. For people who are moving to Europe, there's generally less of a culture shock. There's generally less of a, oh my God, how do I integrate into this culture that's so different? Because Western cultures, we share a lot of the same values and lifestyles. But for example, people who are in I'll take Vietnam, where the way people hang out are different. The opening questions of small talk are different. <laughs> There's just so many cultural nuances for people to navigate in order for them to feel like their new place is home. I think it's really the cultural differences that are varying depending on the geographic location. What is your method for helping current and aspiring expats? I work with a framework that I call Clarity Mindset Action. Generally, where people are struggling first, both people who are aspiring expats and current expats, there's a lack of clarity as to really like what they need and what feels right for them. They might have feelings, but being able to really create a clear vision as to what their challenges are is often barrier number one. I work with my clients to really create clarity around what it is that they want and what will get them to where they want and what's important to them 
in terms of creating this vision, like their values and things that will bring them joy and make them feel fulfilled and thriving. So that's the first piece, clarity. The second piece is mindset. We all have limiting beliefs. We all have stories that we've been telling ourselves for our whole life that can really hold us back. So I work with clients to really reframe that mindset and to set them up for success in whatever the goal is that they want to achieve. So that's clarity, mindset, and then the last piece of the method is action. So it's creating a more strategical action plan to help them get where they need to be. So clarity, mindset, action. What obstacles do you find hold people back from making the leap and moving abroad? There's one, and it's fear. I think that is every client I've ever had that's dreamed of moving abroad or wants to move abroad and has plans to. All of their obstacles are rooted in fear, and fear manifests itself in these limiting beliefs. That might sound like, well, I can't do it right now because I'm too old. Or I can't do it right now because I want to focus on meeting a partner. Or I can't do it right now because of my career, my job. Or I might miss things at home. Or I don't know what my family would say. Or I'll get disapproval from my loved ones. It's just this list goes on. And all of these limiting beliefs are all rooted in the fear. The fear of failure, the fear of what if, the fear of what if I don't, what if I don't like it. And so that's why this fear, we work through it by creating clarity because the clarity really answers the unknown, which then solves those feelings of fear. Could you speak to any challenges that you have faced while living abroad? I think for me, the most challenging place that I've lived, while I say this with so much love, is Vietnam. I mean, I loved my experience in Vietnam. I love Vietnam. It's an incredible country. I recommend everybody goes if they get the chance. But I lived in Spain for three years before that, and I was so culturally immersed. I spoke Spanish. All my friends were Spanish. I really lived a Spanish lifestyle, which made me feel just super integrated into the culture. And when I moved to Vietnam, I expected that to be the same. <laughs> and so I was expecting to move to Vietnam, learn Vietnamese, make Vietnamese friends, do Vietnamese things. And what I realized was that that just wasn't going to be realistic, given there's so many cultural differences that fundamentally were coming from such different worldviews. And that was really hard for me because not living in the expat bubble and being culturally immersed is something that's super important to me when I'm living abroad. The first few months of my experience in Vietnam, I was questioning, like, oh, what am I doing here? But as soon as I accepted, like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to be living a Vietnamese life in the way I was living a Spanish life. That acceptance really led to me loving my experience there. And I just took it as well, I'm going to, instead of trying to be Vietnamese, I'm just going to learn and befriend people so they could share their experiences with me and just be enriched by observing and being a part of it without being it, <laughs> if that makes sense. Where are you located now? And do you have any plans on moving anywhere else? I'm currently calling in from Medellin, Colombia. 
I'm here in Colombia for three months. I've actually been here for nearly three months. I'm leaving this weekend. And my fiance and I are heading next to Mexico City, where we plan on staying for a longer period of time. So indefinitely. And we're actually getting married this upcoming February in Mexico. So we are planning on staying there through our wedding. And then we'll see where life takes us after that. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) And what piece of advice would you give an American thinking about moving abroad? I would say do it. We spend our lives thinking about that, what if, and the value that I try to live my life by and I encourage my clients to think about is when you're 90 years old, how do you want to look back at your life? What are the stories that you want to tell the next generation about your life so that you really look back and you don't have any, no regrets, and you just really live your life to the fullest. There is absolutely nothing to lose from moving abroad, only things learned and gained, even if it ends up being a terrible experience, which I promise you it won't. You will grow so much as a human being from it. If you're thinking about it, just do it. Do it. (laughs) And of course, there's logistical things to consider, but I can assure you, you won't regret it and you'll only grow in ways that you never knew were possible. Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share? If anybody is thinking about moving abroad or is abroad and you feel like you're missing that clarity or you're just navigating the challenges of this life, this journey of moving and living abroad and you want some support and assistance and someone to gain clarity with, I would be happy to talk with you. (laughs) I hope to hear from all of you. And thank you so much, Michelle, for the thoughtful questions and having me on the show. Thank you for chatting with us today. My pleasure. The American Citizens Abroad podcast is a monthly podcast that is published the second Tuesday of each month. It is edited and produced by me, Michelle, and is a product of American Citizens Abroad. You can find us on Twitter at ACA underscore podcast, on Facebook at American Citizens Abroad podcast, or you can email us at podcast at americansabroad.org. Remember, give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts so other Americans living abroad can find us.